Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We're coming to age time. Let's get to work in, man. Let's go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. Appreciate you getting up with us. We are with you till 10 a.m. My name is Sean Pendergast. His name is Seth Payne. Seth, just a warning. I went to the movies last night. It was a movie joint where there's alcohol. I was out a little late last night. Oh. I may be, uh, I, I may be not dragging a little bit today, but it's, you know, I won't be as on point as I normally am. You've been warned. The uh, audience has been warned. Um, I'm just that's, putting that out um, there right now. Yeah, that's that's nice that you gave me a warning and yeah. everything, but I don't I don't uh, I don't expect to be any less frustrated when my second brain isn't working. <laughs> so when I need a name at command or anything, I'll try. Uh, just hop to it. I'll try. I'll Kimo try. Sabi. We saw the um, we saw the new Tom Hanks movie last night. What's that about? A man. Which, which national hero is that about? A man called Otto. It's not a national hero. It's a fictional. Otto? It's a fictional. A fictitious character, but what I came away with, well, what I came away with was a hangover, but uh, what what I came away from that Blato movie- Blato is Blato. What I came away from that movie with was that whoever was suggesting Tom Hanks play Tom Coughlin in yeah. your um, in your hypothetical Tom Coughlin yeah. life movie was spot on. This so. version of Tom Hanks would be- an excellent Tom Coughlin. So when a lively young family moves in next door, grumpy widower Tom Coughlin meets his match in a quick-witted pregnant woman named Marisol. Yes. Marisol? Marisol. Uh, yeah. Leading to an unlikely friendship that turns his world upside down. So this is like that, uh, that Clint Eastwood movie where he was a grumpy old man in Detroit and he befriends the, the young... Uh, I, uh, I know the movie of which you speak, but yes, yeah. that's what it's like to answer your question. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what the he was uh, basically. Well, you, you, he was a crotchety old retired auto worker, yeah, and he took up for some some young man, right? Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah. it's it, it was a very good movie. We enjoyed it. It was two hours and five minutes well spent. What's, what's this auto do, or what did he do for a he living? He was working. I forget. He I forget what exactly his job was, but he was. He was in the movie. He was being retired. You know what I mean? Like he was yeah, being, yeah. he was being given an early retirement, and that 
that kind oh, of. Oh, he was being giving an early retirement. Yeah, yeah. So he oh. kind of lost. You know, like that. That was all he really had to live for was his job, kind of thing. Yeah. So it okay. was. Uh, it was. It was a very emotional movie. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it was. It was good, and 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 so was the wine and the pizza that we had as that well. Seems like the, that seems to be a a common theme with a lot of these greats is they they go and they play the role of somebody who had a real job and play themselves like as a as a as a grumpy old because uh Nicholson did that too. I read that book about Schmidt. Oh yeah, so yeah, about, yeah. about Schmidt. Yeah. So this is about Schmidt too. Right. Pretty right? much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's about Otto. Yeah. Because remember, in About Schmidt, spoiler alert, everybody, I know our core demo is actually right around the age where you might be thinking about grabbing About Schmidt and sliding into Netflix the beta machine, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, that uh, he finds out, this would be a rough one, he finds out after he's been forced into retirement and his wife has died that all along his wife was having an affair with his best friend, oh. or was for many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. That's tough, man. Like I don't like it. How do you, how do you forgive somebody post mortem without being able to have it out with them? You, you go know? pee on their grave is what you go do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. You hear that, Brandy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, what they, you got waiting for you. The, you better cover your tracks. Too the, sweet. The, <laughs> too sweet. <laughs> the, the Clint Eastwood movie you're thinking of is Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Gran Torino about Schmidt. And a man called Otto. That's it. That's Three it. elderly men shriveled yes. up like prunes coming down your street to take care the, of business. The grumpy old, on your grave. The Grumpy Old Man Trilogy is what we call that. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw in Grumpy Old Man as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that was a bonus. As a bonus. Um, so, um, yeah, so it was fun, man. We had a good time. I've been ruined. Well, I, um, and I'm sorry, was it the River Oaks District you went to? It, well, we went to the IPIC on Westheimer there. Oh, the I, okay, yeah, I the IPIC. I'm ruined for just going to regular theaters now. Boy, the I pick you get like you get it's almost like a love seat that you're sitting in there, and you got a table, yeah. and they got a great menu, and the yeah. food is delicious. It's so yeah, good. That's the River Oaks District. That's what right, I right, right. Yeah, I, th- yeah okay. I think it's technically Highland Park, but yes, it's uh, it's right there, right near the Loop on Westheimer. There, yeah. Right Before near... you get to the Loop, east of the Loop. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, correct. That little that little area is called that little shopping center is called River Oaks District. Is it? Okay, and it's got many many stores that you and I will never shop in. No, no, it's... I drove by them and looked in them like Charlie looking into the candy store, like ooh. Look at the it's rich like, people shopping in there. <laughs> My face pressed Carlos up. Carlos Prey likely has store credit oh, in many of those. Oh, yes. Like in the old days. Like they, yes. keep his, they keep his account on a brown paper bag. Yep. And they're just like, yeah, Carlos, whatever you want. Just go ahead and grab it. We'll pretend it's like one of those fancy Amazon stores that you walk in and don't have to, pay, don't have to actually uh, physically pay for it. That's, uh, that's, um, that's exactly right. I'm looking at the uh, trailer wheel and frame text page earlier. Trailer middle screen. Middle screen's awake. Mrs. Oh, Pender- by the way, we have to we need to say Tom Middle Screen because one of our listeners yesterday told us that he'd never realized that middle, when we say middle yeah, screen, it's a person. he thought we were talking about the middle text screen. Right. Like there was a right. like a monitor that we were talking to. Right, there. right, right. Tom Middle Screen uh, on the uh, text page. Mrs. Pendergast getting drunk on a school night? No, she drove. She was no. This is what okay. This is what happens some days. Okay, like on Tuesday, let's say, is that it's nice outside. I get a lot of my yeah. work done. I need to do a little more work. I bring my laptop over to Lizards, and I do the rest of my show prep there. And yeah. I drink a couple vodka sodas. And Amy, on her way home, says, would you like to go to the movies tonight? And I said, sure. Pick me up at Lizards. And I just keep the yeah. party going, baby. That's what I yeah. do. So she drove. That's she didn't drink last night. 
That's what uh, when we lived. We lived for a little while uh, at. On East Side Avenue, yeah, there's a nice apartment complex right there by the dog park there. Yeah, and it's kind of like I I would guess they they probably advertise it as a walkable neighborhood, but really the only stuff that's like a super comfortable walk with when it's hot out is either to Kirby Ice House, <laughs> yes, um, the little uh, like cafe slash wine bar like right at the edge of the park and then another wine bar uh, across from rich across richmond yes so that was those afternoons were dicey for me <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, i'm gonna go take a nice healthy walk and then come back seven hours later drunk <laughs> i know <laughs> i know dude I, it's that's that's why i got to do the elliptical instead of walking when i walk i wind up in places where i drink um all right uh quickly here because we've almost eaten up the whole open of the show tom brady Tom, well, there's Tom Brady. We, Houston we sh- Rockets. We should probably, oh, God, John Wall. Um, but let's update people on the coaching search for the Texans. Because coaching search. Coaching search. Uh, there, there, are two, there were two interviews yesterday. Ajiro Averro completed mm-hmm. his interview with the Texans. I uh, like Averro. I, I think see- he's just getting his hat in the ring this year, though. I think yeah. it's, uh, people need to get familiar with him. He's like this year's D'Amico Ryans. Like what D'Amico yeah. Ryans was last year. He's the D.C. Yeah. in Denver. Thomas Brown is the highly energetic assistant head coach in Los Angeles with the Rams. He interviewed with the Texans yesterday. little disappointed in this bit of news, Seth. Ben Johnson. Oh, oh, what is it? Ben Johnson. Oh, yeah, Ben Johnson. Yeah. Going back to Detroit. Well, the- so Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for Detroit, and the the rumors, or at least the connecting of the dots, I should say the connecting of the dots are that, hey, wait a minute, Sean Payton's about to interview with Carolina. Ben Johnson's got some kind of relationship with Sean Payton. So uh, before Ben Johnson goes to interview with Carolina, he pulls his hat out of the ring. Yep. Um, I, don't, I see a lot of this reporting coming out of Carolina. There's one thing I've realized in these head coaching searches, Sean, mm-hmm. now that we've been through several of them. Um, everybody exists like they're in their own little world. Like uh, They don't realize that there's competition for these coaches. They, uh, they think that just like, just like uh, Jack Nicholson in About Schmidt, he doesn't realize that these these ladies are out there dancing with other bows, and it's it's not all it's not all about you, Carolina. We've talked way more about about Schmidt than I thought we would in the open this morning. So we've set a sports radio record. We have, we have. Uh, they didn't and, even talk about it back in the day. They were banned from it. It's a banned time. It's like they just banned that children's author out of KDISD from speaking. Yes, yes, same so exact thing. The, she used the app. I know you're up to speed on every bit of news from the Chronicle this morning, Sean. Uh, so <laughs> I'll check during the break. <laughs> A children's author. I'm just nodding my head. Uh, trailer wheel. And, okay, trailer wheel and frame text page. We don't. We don't need to get all. We don't need to get all uh, huffy at Tom Middle Screen text page uh, four three seven zero. Damn, it's none of these bleep heads business. If your wife has a glass of wine on a school night or not, people suck. <laughs> Let me tell four three seven zero. I appreciate you sticking up for my wife. Somebody's got to do it. Um, Tom Middlescreen is joking around. He's yeah, that's he's a what he ball does. buster. He is. Yeah. So we're we're not can mad. I say at that him. at six. Can I say that six oh nine? He's you a testicle did. buster. You just did. All he's right. Maybe working the rodeo all next month. That's right. Um, all right. Uh, we do have odds on who the next Texans head coach is going to be. We'll get to that. Who's the favorite in the clubhouse? And if it's Sean Payton, if it is Sean Payton, is Sean Payton able to reel this possible future former Texan? Back into the fold. We will discuss that next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Pain and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you. Okay, odds on the Texans' next head coach. Favorite in the clubhouse, according to the betting outlets, Jonathan Gannon. Three to two. That's a pretty Ooh. pretty heavy favorite for just being in the first interview phase of things, I would got say. got some heft to it. Yeah. You hold that in your hand, and you're like, yeah, this was made by the old world craftsmanship. That's right. That's right. This was made this back isn't, in the uh, This isn't some fancy... Alloy. That's yeah. right. That's right. This is uh, this is it's solid good old oak. fashioned lead in this instead. This thing. Solid oak. Solid. Put, I tells you. Put your kids to this. Yep. Let them snuggle up next to the lead. That's right. Um, yeah. Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Plus one like fifty. Plus, plus one fifty. Three to two. He's plus one fifty. Yeah. Ben Johnson was the second most favored at seven to two, but he's uh, outski yeah. as of now. He's back in the. And Ben Johnson, by the way. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Lions, would be uh, maybe a little bit of a bomb if you're somebody who's worried about, hey, what if I hire a defensive coach? And Now, mind you, Dan Campbell's not a defensive-minded coach, but he's also not the offensive he's coordinator. He's neither. He's a choice. nut job. There's, <laughs> there's nut offensive job. coaches, there's defensive <laughs> coaches, and there's nut jobs. He's, he and he's is, a nut job. Like, if you had to guess, he's a special teams coordinator. Absolutely. Right? 100%. You would think for sure, like, oh, yeah, this guy's a special teams coordinator. So... Um, but the fear is, okay, you get this good offensive coordinator, and then, boom, he's going to be gone to a head coaching job. Yeah. Uh, and there are only two ways around that. You do, you either up their pay a boatload, and even then it's probably not going to be enough to keep a, a really motivated dude from going off to take a head coaching job mm-hmm. if the situation's right. But I think that's probably key. Maybe Ben Johnson right now doesn't, doesn't feel like the situation is right at any of these respective places who have interviewed him or talked to him. Um, or B, the other option is you fire Tom Coughlin and hire Ben McAdoo. Right, the, yeah, if you, yeah. If you love your offensive go. coordinator so much, you fire the old head coach and elevate Ben McAdoo. So you can hang to, on to him in his big, gigantic sport coat. Yes. <laughs> they did the same thing in Tampa, remember, with uh, Lovey. Dirk Cutter. Yeah. Was it Dirk Cutter? It was Dirk no. Cutter, yeah. They, Dirk they, Cutter, they yeah. fired Lovey Smith to keep Dirk Cutter to coach Jameis Winston. Absolutely. Here, here are the – just real quick um, – 
Jonathan Gannon, the favorite. Ben Johnson, we can cross off the list. Third is Shane Steichen at 5-1. to one. Oh, I like those. I like those odds. I like me some Shane Steichen. Fourth is Mike Kafka. Boo! Sixth Boo! Why are you Boo booing, why are you booing Kafka? Boo! Why do He's you not got like a Davis Millsian personality. Okay, yeah, I don't like he's that He's another either. guy. He chose to go to Northwestern. He uh, talks like he's a... a a statistics professor, not a good one. I know that there's some really good, like, entertaining stats professors right. out there. But this is one of the guys that's boring, okay? Um, and plus, I'm not 100% convinced that he's as much to credit for Daniel Jones' turnaround as Brian Dayball is. So I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Kafka. Yeah, I'm, he I'm seems with- like a stand-up dude, but yeah. like almost a little too stand-up. Yeah, I need more than just a stand-up dude to be my head coach. Uh, do- I need more than just the color guard in here, okay? That's I right. Need to, I need some juice. I need some pool hall hustler to you. Right. I need some zest. Does D'Amico Ryans oh, at 7-1, yeah. to one, is he a pool hall hustler? He could be if he set his mind to it. Right. He's he would too never honest. do it no. because he loves his grandma. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. he, he, has that, he has that in him. <laughs> um, is he still your favorite as of 621 on Wednesday morning, D'Amico Ryans? He had gone to watch The Music Man with his grandma as a young man, and his grandma made him promise that he would never become, uh, that he would never frequent the pool hall. A pool hall hustler, so, yeah. I think that D'Amico, no. Um, no, but do you still, is he still your favorite? Do you still, oh, yeah, he's still my favorite, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's 7-1. to one. Sean Payton is 8-1 to one on this list. I don't know, man. I spent yesterday talking myself into Sean Payton. So I know I'm setting myself up for great disappointment when Sean Payton decides to either to either take a job or go back to uh, go back to TV. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Does Cal McNair, who's probably he's about the same age as Sean Payton, he's in his early sixties, I believe. So, so a he's a little older, older than Sean Payton, but I almost think of those guys almost as uh, you know equals in terms of age. Yeah. Uh, sta- you know where they are in li- at their stages of life. Yes. Um. It feels like I it feels like Cal McNair would 100% have to ask Sean Payton about Bounty Gate. And oh yeah, like, I, I think what? any team should, right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm almost thinking about that. Like if I were an owner and I were had a guy in that position, I'd almost like I I I'd, I'd almost want to be the elder in that situation. I'm just playing it out in my head, uh, as opposed to like if it's a contemporary of yours. Maybe I'm thinking about this too. Too in too strict a terms. I, I will say um, this: you you merely bringing up Bounty Gate, you're doing something that very few people have done throughout this Sean Payton saga. Like, a, yeah. it rarely gets brought up. You're absolutely right. 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 I mean, it happened on. You can you know you can blame uh, you can blame old Greggy Tuji's Williams all you want, but he with his weird shooting glasses. Yep. Um, how about if you're Greg Williams? Yeah. Like, the last thing you should be doing is wearing shooting glasses anywhere, right? Like, you're, you're already suspect, and now you look like you're uh, about to go do something grand for the militia. What are, so what are his, shooting his, glasses? I've never oh, heard like of the amber glasses. Oh, okay, like okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at Yeah, yeah, you're right. He does wear those. It's what you wear when you plant yourself on top of a book depository. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A sinister dude, that Greg Williams. He, he, so, yes, yes. I think that... Um, yeah, you have to ask him about that. Of, of course. I mean, I just look, hey, I'm the owner of this team. Uh, I don't. I don't want any more shenanigans like this. I don't need. I don't need 
uh, my house to become uh, uh, to, to have its reputation blemished any more than people are trying to already. I'd spend like ten seconds on. It. I'd be like, "Have you learned your lesson? Yes, good. Let's move on." <laughs> no, <laughs> you're really I want coach. details. Yeah. I want things that never hit the news. Give me some juice, old <laughs> man. Tell me something I don't know. Yes. Uh, did you see Brandon Cooks tweeting over the weekend? Brandon wow, Cooks. Did I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang um, on his every word. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted this uh, at ten thirty p.m. on. Um, Sunday night during the Ravens yeah. and Bengals game, he said, football in January and February, determined to get that feeling back. It's been way too long. Off season is going to be viscous. I can promise you that. Just watch. Oh, shooting vicious. I hadn't even caught that. I, I glanced over it. I didn't I, not only viscous. did I catch it, I retweeted it. And I said, <laughs> I think he means vicious, but a goopy, goopy off season would be very fun to me. Yeah. Viscous like your trade negotiations at the deadline. That's yeah, right. that's about right. That sounds about right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, I don't I don't get too invested in like and in, in getting peeved by Brandon Cooks just because uh, there will not be an immediate come up and he's going to get traded. And somebody like the Cowboys or somebody else, a, a good team will trade for Brandon Cooks, most likely. And it, like uh, every all this drama aside, it's easily washed away because of the perception of the Texans, and um, and then he'll be gone. I say this knowing full well that Sean Payton was behind one of the trades of Brandon Cooks. Back oh yeah, when he that's was right. traded him away. He traded him away when he was with the New Orleans Saints. Although Brandon Cooks played for Sean Payton longer than he played for any of the other stop city that he's been yeah. to. Um, if Sean Payton were to become the head coach, do you think that they wrangle Brandon Cooks back into the fold? Do you think he uh, nah. withdraws his trade request if Sean? No, Payton's I don't the coach? think. I think Brandon Cooks may have been traded away. Well, partly because the Saints just didn't pay receivers in general until Michael Thomas came yes. along. Yeah. Uh, you know, here and there they would, but it wasn't. They they were always trying to kind of buck the system on that. Yep. But but Cooks was always uh, Cooks was agitating from the get go. So I, I don't want to misspeak on this, but I do remember one in particular, a quote that seemed to rub a lot of Saints fans the wrong way. I'll, I'll dig that up during the break. Okay, yeah, I just, I just got thinking about that. Because, I, look, I'm, I'm not a fan of Brandon Cooks right now. I think he's phony. Um, he, he is, I think there's still, in a, in a good offense, I think there's still something in there with, that, with, with him. And I, what I don't want to have happen is they trade him for peanuts and you've got to eat some of the salary. I, I, like yeah. it's, it's better for the Texans that Brandon Cooks get back on board with whatever it is they're doing. Oh. Here we go. Okay, this is it, Sean. Uh, November 29th, 2016. Okay. Pro football talk. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad my memory is still working a little bit. Give it to me. Uh, The Saints offense scored seven touchdowns in Sunday's win over the Rams, so surely everyone must be feeling good, right? No, 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 no. Wrong. Saints receiver Brandon Cooks, who did not have a pass thrown his way on Sunday, is apparently getting upset with his role. Mike Triplett of ESPN reports that Cooks has felt a growing frustration with his usage in the offense. Dude. <gasps> Thinking that he should be the primary option. Um, <laughs> get out of here. In- get your ass out of here. Take your little bow and arrow and get your ass. It's not even <laughs> postseason anymore. Uh, <laughs> in Cooks' defense, that was before he met Jack Easterby, where Easterby was able to provide him with the zen that he's conducted his life with since That's 2017. True. That's true. That was pre-Easterby but- Cooks. By the, but by the way, though, up until that point in the season, he'd gotten plenty of targets. He was like second on the team in catches and uh, and touchdowns. He he had a lot of targets. But in that one game, because he didn't get any catches, it was uh, after a victory, mind you. After a victory, it was uh, something's got to change. It something's is kind of funny. Like these stories about Brandon Cooks are either pre-Easterby or post-Easterby. Mm. Like that's when he becomes an agitator when Jack Easterby's not in his life in some yeah. shape, form, or fashion. They should zoom. 
They should. They should. Yes. Like, does Brandon Cooks know that you can actually zoom these days? That like with the zoom. He should be doesn't have to be out of your life just because he's, he's no longer employed. By still the time. operating with a bow and arrow as as his weapon of choice. Of course, he doesn't know about zoom. Hmm. Dude, there's automatic weapons. Come on, you don't need a bow and arrow anymore. Um, they let you. You know what? It's the one weapon they let. Well, he no, he claimed that's his favorite Bible verse. It used to be his favorite yeah. Bible verse because it talks about like killing your enemies. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah, it's okay. quite We're peaceful. Taking it Middle Ages, are we? Right. All right. March to march with me to Turkey, Brandon. <laughs> We're gonna take back what's the Lord's. <laughs> could could Tom Brady? Could Tom Brady? Wind up in Houston. We discuss next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. Indeed, Payne and Pendergast with you on a, a Wednesday. Here was Tom Brady on uh, Monday night following the Buccaneers' loss to the Cowboys. Does it sound like he's saying goodbye for good for Tampa, uh, to Tampa Bay? I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support and um you know hopefully um you know i love this organization it's a great place to be and thank you everybody for welcoming me all you regulars and um just very grateful for the respect and and i hope i gave the same thing back to you guys so thank you very much appreciate it you're welcome tom no problem uh so that uh that was tom brady following the game on on monday a game where the buccaneers got (laughs) mopped by the dallas cowboys uh, the odds-on favorite to land Tom Brady if it's not him going back to Tampa Bay, which I think, as you heard right there, it sounds to me like he's gone from Tampa Bay. Uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders, which they're three to one on the odds board to land Tom Brady. Which the more you and I talk it through, the more I'm like, yeah, this I, I can't believe they're only three to one. You know? Yeah, I don't. Um, I was honestly confused that there were people that it, it took a while for them to arrive to those connected dots. Um, I, I really like. I, I've heard people over the last couple of days kind of be like, oh, oh, yeah, the Raiders, okay. Um, yeah, the Raiders who just 
ditched their quarterback with two games left in the season um, that not everybody was even convinced was part of the problem or couldn't be part of the solution out there. Um, and, but I think most critically, because Josh McDaniels, the coach, obviously was his offensive coordinator, Brady's offensive coordinator forever. Um, but also they just they have weaponry that Tampa right now does not. You know, even Godwin, Godwin as good as he is, is not the slot receiver. Like he's not a he's not an Edelman, Amendola type that's going to get a whole bunch of separation underneath real quick. So like that, no, no Gronk, fine, but like you got to have some kind of a presence at tight end. You look at the Raiders, um, and they've got Waller and Moreau, who's promising enough. They could go out and get somebody else. They've got Devonte Adams. They've got Hunter Renfro. I think uh, I think it's a slam dunk. I think he's a. I think he's with the Raiders. Before free agency even begins, just by way of uh, whispers and confirmations. Does he? What does he get paid? Do you think? What's Brady worth these days? Uh, I think he gets paid an NIL deal by the by all uh, the casinos in Vegas. Yeah, dude, they could and they could justify it. If I were you, Las Vegas, listen up, because I know you do. I know I got a lot of listeners in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, get yourselves one of these NIL consortiums, just like the. The Gator Pack or whatever it is down there. Oh, yeah, that's going well down in Florida. just screwed that kid over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it called? The the Gator Collective, it's called. The Gator Collective, everybody. Here's the the story real quick. Uh, Big-time quarterback commit is promised about $12 million, $13 million in NIL deals. And uh, then it turns out, oh, hey, uh, I know you've committed and all, but we don't have all the money. Uh, Can we get you later? So so the kid says, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm trying to be out, but they have to, he has to be granted permission. He signed his letter of intent. Yeah, like that's the problem with the with, without getting too deep in the NIL, the you know the 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 administrative part of it. The NIL stuff is totally separate, totally separate air quotes from the school. Like the yeah. Gator Collective is a bunch of rich alums that are putting money in a in a pot to pay this Jaden Rashada is the kid's name. So he signs his national letter of intent with Florida with the idea that he's got a verbal commitment to 13 million bucks, and they're like. Nope, deal fell through. The funding's not there. Sorry. And now he wants out of his letter of intent to play at Florida. And Florida's like, uh, no, you signed it. You're this No, kid, you're, you're coming here. This kid's got to go to LSU and get a deal with Cachada. Uh, worked oh, yeah. out too sweet. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so Brady. Uh, I'd like, I, I was joking about the NIL deal for Brady, yeah. but only kind of. I do think that actually that that might start happening to some degree in, in pro sports endorsements. Cities. Yeah, yeah, um, like yeah, kind of like collective endorsements. You know, like a collective, basically like a booster club, and it, it, it's completely above board with pro sports. You don't have to try to finagle your way around anything. Right. You just say, yeah, it's like a bunch of casino, uh, like a casino hops on board or whatever. Anyway, um, I think Brady will take less as he has his entire career. He'll take less than he thinks he's worth at this point. It's it's pretty up in the air as to what his value is, so maybe you make it incentive-laden. And, I like, honestly, I, as Ryan Clark and others are saying, who would actually want this man as their quarterback? I'm, I think half the teams in the league should take a flyer on Brady instead of the guy they have. Yeah. You know, do the, if you're the Jets, would you rather have Brady or Derek Carr? Uh, Brady. Yeah, I think I'd want Brady. Brady, I think Carr is yeah. physically better at this point. I mean, Brady is he's starting to show his age a little bit. I you know, he's forty six years old. He's, yeah. Carr's probably more talented, but I trust Brady in bigger situations than I do Derek Carr. He's showing his age 
when his age would most show up, which is when he doesn't get good pass protection. Correct. And, and that's the huge question because I think if you have a stud offensive line in front of him, he's still going to dissect you versus the blitz. Yeah. It's just that he's not – like he was never mobile to begin with, but now it's even harder for him to, to make those throws, throws under duress. The odds board says Raiders 3-1. <clears throat> there's, there's several teams. There's about, about 10 or 12 teams on I'm the odds board. where the Texans are. You're going to guess? Yeah. Okay, guess. I bet they're they're probably like fifteenth on the list. They're they're at the they're at the bottom of the thirteen or so teams oh, that are on this so, list. Oh, okay. yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah. They're, they're not, obviously like the Chiefs aren't on here or anything like that. The Texans are twenty five to one. Um, I was uh, as I was out yesterday afternoon at a local establishment sipping on a whiskey. Uh, there were some listeners that gathered around and we chopped it up with some hot sports takes. I like to workshop some things with the people, Seth, before I come yeah. and lay them on you. Yeah. And this was a hot take that I stumbled upon yesterday. And let me see if it was the whiskey talking or if you feel like this is the case. Because there had been talk of Sean Payton and Tom Brady wanting to go somewhere together a few years ago to Miami. That's right. And I actually yeah. heard Landry talking about this yesterday. I think Landry was kind of making the case for, okay, well, why not here if they want to come somewhere together? It's not like Brady has a burgeoning market of teams that are just gushing to go get him, right? I mean, yeah. it is a, it, at this stage of his career, it's a limited market for Tom Brady. I would submit this. That if the if if it's if Vegas is the favorite for Brady, the odds on favorite, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, I would submit that if Sean Payton were to come here and they were to get Brady on a short time deal and then just use the draft and free agency to shore up the roster, yeah. don't draft a quarterback, shore up the roster, he would have a better chance of winning the division with the Texans than he would winning the division in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Because you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes. Brady doesn't put them over. The, and Justin Herbert, by the way. Mm. But, but you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't know. Are we ready to just go all in on the Jacksonville Jaguars being the dominant team in this division for the next 10 years? That's I don't know. Good, yeah, that's a good point, Sean. Yeah. You know, somebody actually somebody said that to me yesterday, and I, and I think he thought he was serious. I, I, I think he thought, like, he wasn't a Jaguars fan. He said, why would Peyton come to the AFC South when – Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars are going to dominate it for years. And slow down. That's that's a pretty bold proclamation for somebody to make if you've been watching football for any amount of time, or if you're even if you like tried to predict what was going to happen in the AFC West this past season. It's uh, like the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence are not as of yet proven to be Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Correct. It's just, that's just not the case. Um, there's a whole lot more that goes into building a good football team than just having, uh, you know, one mini run so far through the playoffs, which, by the way, the Jaguars, I don't know if this, this has got to be some kind of a record. Right now, the Jaguars are 300 to 1 to win the world, uh, to win the, the Super Bowl. For being in the divisional round of the playoffs? No, that's not correct. They're, they're, I'm, I'm looking at the odds. They're twelve to one. They're, yeah, there's no way they're three hundred to one. The Texans were three hundred to one midway through the season. You just hold your stupid little mouth up. For a <laughs> there's here. no dude. If they're three hundred to Jimmy one, Shapiro. I am emptying my bank account. Oh damn it! You know what? I was looking at this Jimmy Shapiro odds board, and it was cut off by my email. Yeah, that was probably three. <laughs> probably three hundred to one to start the season, right? Okay, well, it would have been a record, though. You agree, right? If it uh, was three hundred to one, yes, for sure. Yes, that I agree with. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yes, that I agree. Uh, what did you? Uh, Jimmy Shapiro says they're twenty-eight to one. Oh, 28 to one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's got to be a record. Yeah. Tw- it was twelve to one to win the AFC. Is what it was. But how about that on December December sixth? The Jaguars were three hundred to one on to December the sixth. Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. 
Holy pretty smokes. stark turnaround. They, they they went to 150 to one the next week, 75 to one the week after yeah, that, yeah. 50 to one the week after that. I'm getting excited just looking at this. It's yeah, it is. It's a <laughs> steady, uh, steady. Sean, uh, grab, I'm no math steady. genius, but basically they're going to be guaranteed to win the to win the 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 championship by two weeks from you now. You nailed it. Yeah. Um, so if I, if I graph this out properly. So was my Tom Brady take about Peyton and him coming to the Texans and having a better chance to win the division a good take, a hot take, or a totally drunk take? Is that a solid it's, one? I think it's a a better chance of winning the division than if he goes to the uh, to, to the, the Vegas Raiders, Raiders, yeah. Because of the weakness of the AFC Correct. South. Yes. Yes. I don't think that... I don't think... No, I think they've still got a better chance in the AFC West because of all of those receivers. It's a good team, yeah. It, it's not a good – it's a talented team. Look, the Raiders are going to say the same thing to Tom Brady. Hey, we're going we're gonna to be aggressive in free agency. We'll finagle people's contracts on the cap, and we'll get you as good an offensive line as possible. Yeah. Whereas the Texans are going to have to say, well – We'll get you a really good offensive line, and then we'll also get you a viable tight end, and then we'll also go out and get you some wide receivers. And uh, gosh darn it, we're out of money. I uh, <laughs> right. can't do anything about the defense. A lot Sorry. of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. Um, the uh, Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. Lamont checking in. No one talks about the fact that Peyton quit. Texans are going to Texans are going to use a pick they obtained for a player that quit. To go get a coach who quit. Bad juju. It is. That's what that is. We're, we're, we're inviting bad juju from a guy who uh, helped contribute to the kitty back when Greg Williams was doling out cash for injuring players. Yep. I don't know, man. I don't know. Got bad vibes here. Bad vibes. Yep. Yep. Um, I, don't, I don't feel like we were ever actually properly appreciated for the work we did back in the early 2000s either. Let's say that. Right Your now. Texans teams back in the day you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the city of Houston. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Um, Lamar Jackson, by the way, they have odds out on where he's going to wind up if he's not a Raven next year. Yeah, where? Uh, the who do you think the favorite is? Take a guess. Gosh, I don't, you know, I don't have a notion in hell the Jets are the one that I've thought makes a lot of sense because their yeah. owner has been very public about saying we need to get a quarterback and the Jets are a team that I think is set up to if they get a quarterback set up to 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 win at a decent clip they won seven games with Zach Wilson as their quarterback this yeah year. the Jets make a lot of sense yeah they're um, number two on the odds board they're not the favorite I wonder if uh I don't know who is the New England Patriots Oh yeah, four to one. That makes a whole bunch of sense because Belichick's actually always been super intrigued by the single wing offense of the old days. They they signed Tebow because the and this is the trope is that defensive coaches are love athletic quarterbacks way more than offensive coaches because defensive coaches know how they can just kill you. Stress. Like you can have the perfect game plan and it just doesn't matter when Mike Vick decides to rush for 250 yards that day. Let me ask um, you let, let me ask you this yeah. about the Patriots because the other the actual that's just an odds board. The yeah. actual bit of news with the Patriots up in Boston is that it seems like Bill O'Brien's going to be the offensive coordinator there the next year. Like that's it's almost in Boston, I've been reading a lot of articles from up yeah. there and seeing some video that our friend Ted Johnson has done on the NBC sports affiliate up there. It seems like it's the heavy favorite that O'Brien is going back there to be the OC. How do you think he would mesh with Lamar Jackson? I think that given an entire offseason to work on it, that he would probably do some pretty cool things with him. Um, you know, Deshaun and O'Brien had a really good working relationship when it came to I, – I, and this is the shame of it all. 
like if if O'Brien had been able to find a GM that knew what he was doing and actually like if O'Brien could have subdued his ego enough to work with that guy, yeah. like Deshaun had really started to click in that offense. He yep. figured it out. Like he could come up to the line of scrimmage and dial up exactly what he needed given what he was seeing, and he was he was taking it to that proverbial next level. Um, I don't know if Lamar Jackson's that same guy as Deshaun Watson when it comes to just really being obsessive about learning the mental side of the game. Very few people are. That's like, as, uh, as, as annoyed as I am with Deshaun routinely these days, he really – like he was a real deal when it came to trying to figure out the mental side of the game. Yeah. And just very much um, was – it was starting to click for him in that offense. So – I, I don't think it'll be that same way with Lamar Jackson, um, but it might just also be that maybe Greg Roman hasn't done a good job of, of teaching him that side of it. Yeah. Greg Roman, Greg Roman, I think Greg Roman may have tried to tailor that offense so much to Lamar Jackson without also simultaneously really working on developing the other part of the game, whereas O'Brien won't be that, that the, way. The, the ironic thing to me about O'Brien as an offensive coordinator and a play caller is that he was at, I, I think you could argue that he was at his worst, maybe too strong a word. But I'll just say it. He was at his worst when he had Deshaun Watson trying to play in his normal New Englandy offense. O'Brien was at his best here in two instances. Deshaun's rookie year, those first seven games of Deshaun where he ran a lot of Clemson stuff. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. and and he was at his best at the end of the twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen seasons where he's got injuries at quarterback and he's trying to cobble it together with Case Keenum out of the deer lease in 2014 yeah. and Brandon Whedon in 2015, like when he's trying to do game plans for guys that are literally like fourth-string quarterbacks and he's winning football games. Well, and, it's, and, and that's almost the classic. For one, I mean, then you get the ambush element because teams don't know what's coming. They don't have any film or know exactly what you're going to try to do. Yeah. But there is, I think, I think with O'Brien – you know, I've always said he's he is a very intelligent guy who I think sees football at a more advanced level than a lot of people, but he just has a few blind spots that keep him from really becoming fully actualized. Yeah. And, and he's just got to figure those things out. And one of those blind spots is a tendency, I think, to overthink things and make things more complicated no than they need to be. No doubt. Like, he's in love with... There's this myth of the play that you come up with at 2.30 in the morning. You know, after you've been up, you, you got to have been grinding all day long and drinking seven pots of coffee, and then all of a sudden the eureka moment is at 2.30 a.m. when it hits you. This is the play. And it's Vince Wilfork at fullback and J.J. Watt at tailback. And that's, the, that's how we're going to get them. So it, sometimes it's, you, you got to scale it back a little bit and just do the basics really, really well. You think the Rolling Stones go out there and play all their new music from their new album all night long? I don't of course know. not. They, do you think? I, some of these acts that are nostalgia acts don't yeah. know the meaning of the word nostalgia. Well, I think the Stones are the Stones because they'll play like, I, I feel they might play two songs max that from are new. anything new. Yeah. yeah. Garth is the same way. Garth Brooks. The worst ones that I've been to are Madonna. We went to a Madonna concert. First of all, she yeah. starts like three hours late. That's not an exaggeration. She didn't she's got start. A bit of an ego on her. She didn't yeah. start her concert till like ten thirty. It was. I'm like, it's a, it's a it's a Tuesday night. Get going. So listen, Madge. Yeah. I got places to be. Yeah, Madge. She's got to understand. Her fan base is now all at the age where they're like, all right, listen, let's just get this done. Yeah. Okay? Let's see. Uh, there's women in that. Listen, there's women in that audience that want to relive the 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 glory 
whore days. Um, but they want to do it before 11 p.m. Right. So, okay. Right. Let me, uh, let me get all the gussied up and, you know, make out with their husband and then just go home and get it done by 11. The other nostalgia act who played way too much new stuff, maybe yeah. a little, uh, Brian Adams. Brian Adams played the a Canadian lot. Canadian Brian yes, Adams? Yes, yes. Oh, the- go die, Brian Adams. Oh, just give me cuts like a knife. Summer of '69. But he did a bunch of new stuff. Yes, yes. It's ridiculous. Did, did he, try, he didn't like try a new genre, did he? Did he like, here's one for my new country and western album. No, no, he didn't. Was no, okay. no, it was still just crappy pop music. It was yeah, same genre. Uh, crappy pop music that I loved, by the way, back in the day. But the new stuff, like, okay, get, come on, man. What about Phil Collins? What did he do? Phil Collins was just depressing because he he doesn't get he was, up out of his chair the whole time. Yeah, He's super yeah. old. Yeah, it was that was. You know that was the most depressing do. concert I've ever been to. If you get to that point, he should just at least get up there with a piano or something. Yeah. You know, and doesn't he doesn't have to be, you know, he doesn't have to pretend he's Elton John or anything, but it's just like play some chords. Yeah, dude, he may it's, as well have been in a wheelchair. Like, it was that depressing. It was really sad. Whew, that's a tough one. Yeah. Are there many singers that get away with, like, not being able to stand on stage? Like... Unless they're, you know, sitting on a stool singing their ballad. Right, or right. You yeah, know, like if yeah, you're doing it as part of, like, a, you know, changing the tempo up in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah he, that's a tough one. He sat it's a the tough whole one. time. Once you lose the ability to, like, Mick Jagger. A, once he stops oh, him. dancing around like, yeah. a, like a coked up pony, it's not It's going to be over for them. That's part of his brand is the running around on stage. Like, that's, that's, yeah. that's half of why you go watch him there. Um, all right. Payne and Pendergast with you on a, uh, on a Wednesday. John McClain's going to join us. In about an hour, we've got the final results as to Texan fans, whether or not you would trade the 12th pick in the draft for Sean Payton. Would you trade the 12th pick in the draft for Sean Payton? The results are next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.